having established that POS integration is useful, the inevitable next question is, what kind of POS integration? Because yes, there is more than one kind. The most detailed and powerful form of POS integration is at the individual transaction level. At this level, the POS data is completely unsummarized. It contains every line item transaction done at the cash wrap. Typically, each record will contain a timestamp, a register ID, a transaction ID, a SKU, an item count, and a dollar amount. There may be other data, but there's always going to be that. With data at this level, you can tie to individual journey records. To do this, you have to match the register ID to a specific cash wrap location. You have to know where it is in the store. Then you look at all the line items in the transaction to get a start and stop time. Finally, you look for the journey record that occupies the square in front of the identified register at the appropriate time. That's the join. This works pretty well. The only besetting complexity is what to do with groups. It's not unusual for two or three people to share the register spot. That's powerful evidence they're a group. Something worth noting in other contexts, but here it mostly raises the question of whether you attach the sale to one or all of the people. If you're going to pick a single record, it's usually best to first remove any accompanied children. If you have multiple adult tracks, it's optimal to choose a full track over a broken one. It can also make sense to choose the person record with the most lingers. The advantage of picking a single record is that it makes it easier to manage sums of POS data so that they tie out. But the point of journey data isn't really to report on POS. It's to use POS to understand journey. So I'd recommend assigning the POS results to every individual. After all, it's presumably the sum of their shopping that you're interested in. If you can manage everything at a group level, this problem goes away. Not everyone can or will use this lowest level of POS data for an integration. And that's okay. You can get a lot of value out of POS data, even when it's integrated at a higher level. It's not uncommon to integrate summarized data from POS at a 10-minute or hourly level to similarly summarized journey data. Here, the critical join is time and store section. You really do need more than total transactions and dollar amounts by hour. To pair fruitfully to journey data, you need to understand how much was purchased from each section, from each area in the store. That means mapping transaction SKUs to store sections, something most POS data can support, though often with a bit of ambiguity. At this level, you can't be sure what any specific shopper bought, but you can answer questions like what the impact of a section stars rate was on conversion and what the conversion rate is for each section. In the past year or two, I've changed my thinking a little bit on what level of POS integration to recommend. I used to recommend the time section integration as an easier path to getting started. Now, if the client can support it, I tend to recommend the full detailed integration. It covers everything the time-based integration does, but it also enables a lot of interesting analytics, particularly around staff interactions. I think it adds enough value to be worth the additional work. I've also seen that for a lot of retailers, being able to tie that journey to POS outcomes is just critically important to making them believe the data is actionable. That being said, even if you're joining at the detail level, you still need to do the mapping of SKU to store that underlies the section method because you still need to understand which area lingers resulted in purchases. And the only way to know that is to know which products are where. So in my next minute, I'll talk about some issues and tactics for getting that mapping of SKUs to sections right. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Angel with the Measurement Minute.